Hi, you guys. I can't say welcome back because this is the pilot episode of the Uncommon Wellness Podcast. And I think it's so interesting because that phrase, the hardest part is just to start, is absolutely ringing true (laughs) with this first recording. And I know it's going to get easier. And I promised myself that this first episode was going to be raw and completely unscripted. And I'm going to just wing it because that actually feels the most authentic to me. Um, And that being said, I hope because of that, I'm going to be able to provide you value in this first episode and encourage you to continue listening in. Um, I'm going to give you a really brief introduction to myself, why I have been I have felt so inspired to start this podcast and what you can expect. Hopefully, um, you know, the limelight is not going to be on myself most of the time. I'm really excited about the guests that will be coming on and the education and the inspiration and the messaging that this podcast can hopefully serve you in your own life, regardless of your goals, what you're currently chasing or where you are in your wellness journey. Now I use the the term wellness a lot because although my career in the health industry started in fitness and it slowly evolved into the world of nutrition, I, through my personal experience and also just through um, listening to my gut and my needs and helping thousands of women align optimal health in their life. Uh, you know, health is so much more than what we're doing in the gym or what we're doing physically and the food that we're eating, the way we're nourishing. It is so multifaceted and I am so looking forward to pulling in experts from all fields of wellness to talk more about their expertise, their stories. We're going to get vulnerable And, uh, I just hope that this is a place where you learn and you grow and you feel inspired. Uh, I wanted to quickly touch on the definition of healthy. It's really interesting because I think this is fluid for all of us. And I know my definition of health has changed and evolved a lot, especially in the past few years. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Jonathan Fields of The Good Life Project, but I have this pinned in a notebook of mine because I think his definition of health is so encompassing of what I would like mine to be. And I'm going to share it with you really quickly. He says, healthy is cultivating a state of body and mind that allows you to feel the way you want to feel, do what you want to do, and be who you want to be. And I've been really driven by these thoughts lately. Um, I don't know how much you know of my story. I'm going to be doing a separate episode or it could be a three-part episode. I don't know if my story can be summed up in an hour. But uh, my background, I'm a mom of four. Um, I've been in the fitness industry for about eight years. But I, I come from a background of eating disorders and not always having the healthiest relationship with, with food and my body and ultimately my sense of self. And because of that, it's interesting that so many tools in my toolbox that I've used through 
learning more about what my body needed physically and what my mind needed mentally. There are so many tools that I've used that have both been extremely healthy and they've also had, they haven't served me at certain times. Um, macros is one of them. We'll be talking about, um, macros in depth with other coaches and I'll be sharing my story and hopefully others, others story as well. But there are tools in my toolbox that I've realized it's not the tools, it's the context in which we use them. Um, and so this, this idea that healthy is cultivating, I'm going to say it again, a state of body and mind that allows you to feel the way you want to feel do what you want to do and be who you want to be. If I have that in at the forefront of my mind at all times, it can direct my choices, my habits, um, you know, and asking myself all the time, not how this looks or, you know, I'm going to continue doing this because it's what I've always done, but how does this feel? How does this feel right now? Um, and it's interesting because I have had to charge a lot of different batteries in the past year and a half for myself. Um, I am, I always call myself somebody who's a little bit of an over-functioner and I know that that's not a badge of honor that I wear. I know it's something that I've had to really take a good hard look at and the over-functioning, uh, caused me to almost numb some things that I needed to deal with. And, um, you'll always hear me talk about weaving the inner work with the outer work. You'll also always talk, hear me talk about taking action first, because once we act, oftentimes those feelings that we have and thoughts and beliefs, they'll change when we act. Um, Andrew Huberman has an amazing podcast on this idea and this premise, and he's somebody who I've just really thrown myself into um, and, and learning and gaining knowledge this past year, along with many others. Uh, but, you know, as I've gotten quiet in my own journey and I've learned to trust my own gut and, and figure out what is my definition of healthy, it, it feels scary. <laughs> you know, I think we as humans, we, we get used to doing things a certain way uh, and maybe we've used certain tactics or tools in the past that have worked for us. And it's really scary to let go of those things and choose something different, um, or let go and not necessarily know how we're going to feel or what we're going to do. And I know that there are two sides of the spectrum here. I know that there's always going to be a, this modality or this thing for me is healthy and it can also become unhealthy and bringing more nuance to the whole fitness and health world in general, I think is really productive. You go, you can always find the, the, the scare tactics out there. You can always find those people that are so hard nosed in their own ways. And the people that I learn best from and the way that I feel like we can all benefit, uh, together is by taking a look at the nuance and hearing different opinions and respecting everybody's view of healthy. And that's exactly what I hope to do within this, this podcast. Um, so thank you for being with me here. Thank you for hopefully growing with me here and expand as we explore a lot of different layers of health and well-being. 
Uh, I just actually got back from a week long vacation in Florida with my family. And prior to the vacation, I personally have sort of just been, I've been sitting in the suck a little bit in terms of my, my path, what I want to do with my business, how I want to show up, what really is my purpose. Um, I'm one of those people who likes to do it all. And like, I like to dabble in a lot of other, a lot of different things. And I know that that has been a disservice because we all know (laughs) if you have your focus on too many things, it's really hard to hone in and perfect one of those. But I don't necessarily know if I have one (laughs) and I'm realizing that's okay. I think that the, the one thing I've learned this past year through some pivoting in my own life, through my own healing, through therapy, through figuring out what I truly want, it's that my gut instinct is usually never wrong. And it's also understanding that with every strength that I have, there's also a shadow strength. So, you know, for somebody who is a recovering perfectionist and somebody who has a hard time doing something or putting myself out there that isn't what I feel deemed good enough, um, I realize that that can be a strength of mine and it sets the bar high for myself, but it also can be a, a shadow strength. And self-awareness in wellness has been my biggest gift. And it's caused me to have to look under the hood a little bit and get really radically honest with myself. Something that I talk to a lot of my clients about is that exact idea. I can give my clients a blueprint. I can give them the exact things that they should be doing on paper. And if something feels out of alignment or something doesn't feel right, then nothing matters because I think everybody has to cultivate their own definition of healthy and not have that be the end all be all and allow it to change, allow it to be fluid, allow other voices to come in and challenge certain beliefs that you used to have. I look back at a couple years ago and how I coached was completely different. How I viewed myself and my my body and my uh, ability to live healthy is different, not wrong. It's just different and it's expanded. And I always like to think about my, my role, but also what I want to share with you all and share with my kids and share with the world is the goal isn't to, to know it all or to be the best. The goal is to be the best at never stopping and never, really never stopping to be a student. I think that's the, that's the secret. And, you know, call it grit, call it curiosity, call it what have you. But I think that that is a strength of many of my own mentors and hopefully something that, that I can emulate in my own life. Um, but back to my story, I went on this vacation with, was that a tangent or was that a tangent? I went on this vacation to Florida And obviously we were in such a serene setting. I was with the people that I love and I felt so grateful in this, in these moments of how far I have come in my own journey, because I remember when I used to travel, you know, there wasn't always 
self-awareness, there was a lot of anxiety around me not being able to control all the things, you know, that, that perfectionistic lens in my brain will probably always be there. But, you know, I didn't love the idea of veering off routine and I didn't love the idea of having to be flexible. Um, and I, I was so grateful on this vacation to feel confident in the decisions that I was making for myself and for my family, doing the things that made me feel well and be well, owning those, but also being able to be flexible. And there's a difference between acting flexible and then kind of carrying around a blanket of shame and just not feeling great and actually feeling and embodying flexibility. You know, ice cream cones with my kids and being able to be free with my food choices, being able to use movement in ways that were different and fun and innovative that I usually wouldn't, you know, at home with a structured plan. And then just my mentality around feeling healthy, feeling in my own life like I had I had done it. I had cultivated a state of body and mind allowing me to feel the way I wanted to feel, doing what I wanted to do and and ultimately being who I wanted to be. And if there's one thing I could give every single person that I work with, it's that gift. And that gift is earned. You know, that gift has taken so much time. That gift has taken many lessons and mistakes. And I think that's why it's so special. I think it's really common for us to see something, you know, on the outside and want it and wish it, but we don't see, you know, you pull back the curtain a little bit and you don't see what it's taken to get there. And until you go through it yourself, and you self audit and you figure out your why. And I don't think you just have one why you talk a lot, you know, you hear a lot and you talk, uh, at length probably with yourself or with others or with a coach about, well, you got to find your why. And I think our why has to be a bag of whys. (laughs) I think our why has to be a lot more than just one thing Maybe not. Maybe you start with one and as you get going, you realize all these little wins along the way. But understanding that why is is so important and it has to be has to be more than the physical. Number one, we know that it has to be more than something that could be taken away due to circumstance. And if you can cultivate that and find that it's just it's a gift. And I'm grateful for the time I had to sort of escape reality. And I'm also grateful for the time I was able to reflect because as somebody who tends to overfunction in my life, call it circumstantial with four kids or just my personality, I oftentimes don't give myself enough time to be still and to rest and to utilize white space. It's why it was a challenge in our habit challenge that I've done with my community and I'll continue to do again. If we can be still, oftentimes we're so uh, relieved and surprised at what can come to the surface. So all that to say, I can't wait to 
hopefully learn more about myself, but ultimately share with you more about all of these amazing people that have been influenced, uh, have been influencers in my life and have helped me along my journey. And I promise to show up as I am. I'm sure there'll be some episodes that are really hard to air and that's the point. Uh, but I'm so glad you're here and I would, it would mean the world to me if you would take a second and leave a review on Apple or Spotify, because that is the only way that I will be able to reach more ears. And hopefully we can get this podcast into the ears and hands of other people. So with all that is to say, I have two more episodes that will be launching at the same time. I hope you go listen to those and I hope you take the time to think about your own definition of healthy. You can borrow mine. You can sit down with a pen and paper and get curious about what it is in your season makes the most sense for you to focus on. But your definition of healthy is important. It's paramount in your journey. And I think it'll take you further than going through the motions of maybe what someone else is doing. Have a great day.